1212, I go by the name of DJ Wood, and you're now listening to the original Jeek Podcast. Let's go! Ready to make an entrance, so backward! What up, Jeeks? This is your boy, Rock and Mr. Magic, and this is the original Jeek podcast. Welcome to the last podcast of 2020. This is the best of the original Jeek podcast 2020. We hope you enjoy it. If you've never heard the podcast before, we hope this is a fresh start for 2021 and giving you an idea of what our podcast is about. In short, it's about all things sports and all things geek. And we put it together and we call it Geek. So I want to give a shout out to everyone who has pressed play, shared, left a review on our podcast, and a special shout out to every guest that we had on the show. In particular, the guests who gave us feedback on some of their favorite segments from episodes they were on. So special shout out to DJ Cap C, Viet Hyun, Max Moser, and George Gant of Beware of Toddler Webcomic. So enjoy the episode, enjoy the segments, and we can't wait for an awesome 2021 of the original Jeek podcast. We mentioned some of the NBA Finals that's going on. Scotty Pippen put out some comments about the NBA Finals that I shall read to you. Scotty Pippen says, and I quote, Well, I'm going to be honest. It's not NBA basketball. It's not the hard grind. It's not the travel. It's not the fans. It's not the distractions. Really, to me, it's pickup basketball. It's going to the gym. Yeah, you already got your team. Y'all practicing together but it's more of a pickup style of basketball game because there's no fans in the stands, so there is no distraction. There's no real noise. There's no pressure on the players, you know? Prime example, I looked at Rondo. Rondo ain't made three-pointers in his whole NBA career. Now, all of a sudden, he's in a bubble. He's probably a 50% three-point shooter. I haven't even checked the stats. That is the quote from Scottilius Pippins of Arkansas. However, to to keep things fair and balanced, Pip's claim about Rondo's three-point shooting is close to being accurate. Uh, Rondo can't shoot to save his life, generally, um, and his career average is about 31.6% from three over his 14-year career. Uh, As of the writing of this article, which was not that long ago, Rondo was shooting 44.8% from three. So... There is some point to that, however, to the quote from Scottie Pippen. What are your thoughts on that this isn't quote-unquote NBA basketball? Um, 
I said I said that was gonna happen, right? Didn't I say that? I think I predicted that. something to that effect. Yeah, I said that people were gonna be like, "Oh, yep, put an asterisk on this one because there's no fans, there's no incentive to play hard, all that stuff." Um, I will say I was wrong in that the players are still playing. In my opinion, I think they're playing harder than they did um, prior to you know all of this happening. Well, I, I um, predicted that would happen, but continue. You did. You did. I did. Um, but yeah, I, I I think he's wrong in this one. Um, his stats might be right, but I think overall, I think he's wrong. I think you go out there, you go out there to play a game, you go out there to win championships, and um, I can't say that anybody that I've watched um, play has half stepped it in the in the bubble. And I, like I said, I think I think they've been playing harder because I think. Like you said, it's like um, a lot of them are coming out like, yeah, I got something to prove. And, you know, there's no, like, the distractions are gone. Um, you know, like you said, there's no traveling. There's no, I actually kind of like it better, to be honest, because you get to see what players are really like, like, you know, when they're at 100%. Because that, all that stuff does, it takes, it does take a toll when you're traveling. Yes. You know, traveling alone, I've, I've done, those types of travels before I remember for work, I went, I went back and forth to the, from East coast to West coast in like five days. Um, like flew to LA, flew home, flew to San Francisco, flew home, flew to Denver, flew mm. home, like four days back to back. I was exhausted by like the third day. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm sleeping on the plane. Fortunately, yeah. I got first class all times, but you know, I'm sleeping on the plane. I'm like, I'm in meetings, like falling asleep. Cause I'm just like, Oh, like it's, it was, you know, it's just better just to, to, to stay there. So I can imagine players, especially NBA players who, you know, they play every other day, pretty much um, the amount of traveling that they do. And then you got to go out there and you got to run and give a hundred percent for, was it 48 minutes? 48 minutes. Uh, and, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're just giving you all out there. And then the, the toll of the fans and the, the press and everything else, like all that is exhausting. Oh, yeah. So being in the bubble, it's like you, you got the press, you do your thing with the press, and then you go you chill in your hotel room or you go to, you know, just hit the gym or whatever. And, like, you can relax for the most part. Um, and, you know, on your days off, you can kind of relax a little bit. You ain't got to worry about travel and all that stuff and just practice. So, yeah, man, I, I think is yeah, I think you're getting a better, I actually think it's a tougher basketball. I think it's better quality. I understand what he's trying to say a little bit. Like, you know, you don't have pressure the fans and the distractions and the, the noise, the crowd noise and all that stuff. But I think from a player standpoint, you're getting the best of the best players you know, versus somebody like, you know, LeBron or Jimmy or, you know, any of these like top players got to go out there and they're giving it all 48 minutes. And then they're hopping on a plane two hours later, flying to who knows where, and then, you know, settling in the hotel, maybe get five, six hours of sleep, get up, do morning warm ups, practice, whatever, 
play another game, 48 minutes, hop on the plane, go like that's exhausting. It's, it so is. Now, you know, the like so now somebody like like say LeBron, like by the fourth, fifth game, <laughs> you know, he's worn out. Yeah. So you might be, you know, he, he might take an L that game, you know, whereas then now you get to rest, you get to relax, you get to restore, and you're going to get 100% every time. As long as he's going out there with the mindset that he's going to give 100%, you're going to get 100% every time. So, so like the Rondos that, you know, they can improve their, sh- their shot, you know, since he brought up Rondo. Um because he's not exhausted, so he can actually focus. Well, that and like like we said last time when we talked, you know, back in March, I think about potential in the bubble. Players play different in that yeah. environment. You will see cats that generally aren't doing that well. You'll see them show out, and we've seen that with Rondo. And we've seen that with um, with Book. I mean, Book yep. and the Suns went off. I think they went undefeated. Yeah in the bubble, like people were claiming for them to make the playoffs. Right. You know, like some people play better in that environment. So I hate to agree with Scottie Pippen, but I mean, he's right. It's not NBA basketball. It's completely unique from the general definition of NBA basketball, because you don't have the travel you mentioned. You don't have the distractions of, you know, of the, of the women and the, uh, the fans and the the press conferences and the bus rides and the airports and you know the the plane rides and the you know getting up to you know t- traveling to the the facilities for, for for practice getting there for shoot around and then games um, you, you don't have all of that you don't have people you don't have fans booing you you don't have fans cussing you out talking about your mama talking about your wife talking about your kids you don't have any of those extra pressures um that come with the NBA experience and i mean i mean the NBA you should have, and no one should have any hesitation to understand that it is a business it is a entertainment product it is not about basketball first it is about entertainment first and we are in a time frame where there's more and more emphasis on the entertainment side than the basketball side so what we are seeing now is a heavier emphasis on basketball because all those other entertainment and pressures are not there because of covid if I'm an investor, if I'm a, if I'm a multimillionaire and I'm, I'm calling up my multimillionaire homies and saying, are you seeing what's going on in this bubble? Because this is good basketball and it will be better in a situation where we're not worried about people being sick. And can you imagine how you know much better Portland could have played if they had their whole roster for reason would have been there and people weren't staying home? Imagine uh-huh. what it would be like to have a team that's completely focused on basketball as the entertainment product and having that in a controlled environment. What would that look like? It would look really good. And no, it would not rival the NBA because the people who really love it are going to be basketball purists and not people looking to be entertained, but people are looking to really watch basketball. But you could have a league that has that basketball first focus and have it in a controlled environment where you don't have those distractions 
everybody you know stays in a compound or whatever area. You come to work, you play your, you play maybe a forty to fifty game season, have a tournament of champions type event every year. Maybe you play it in, uh, you start your season in the spring and then in the summer or something like that, or you play it during the summer like the WNBA does, and yeah. you know, and you have a really cool basketball focused product. I think it's. Yeah. I think the basketball has been great. You mentioned the efforts there. Um, I don't think the Miami Heat make the finals if they're not in the bubble. Unique DNA. What you playing, man? Uh, same as last week. Um, actually, you know what I did? I, I had stopped for a little while and I just jumped back into it. Uh, Animal Crossing. So, Yo, like, I was just thinking about the crossing the too. <laughs> like we, I'm thinking we need to actually like schedule a, a, like an island night. Where we have everybody jump on <laughs> someone's island and just have like yeah, a little island party. Dope. Yeah, because like a couple of people in the group they already finished, so they like they way ahead of me. But um, y'all all way yeah, ahead of me. About- I still got a tent. <laughs> I'm out here slumming. You still got a tent? I still got a tent. I've been I've been slacking because my, my girls play it, so they be like, "Daddy, uh, can I play Animal Crossing? Daddy, can I play Animal Crossing?" And I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna get you y'all on Switch and leave me alone." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I got the I got the little two bedroom house, but um, yeah, I owe like two hundred thousand bells to the raccoons. So I'm working on that. Um, <laughs> Yo, Tom Nook's got to be the biggest hustler in gaming history. Like that man yeah, is evil. Yeah, yeah. Tom got me into raps. That is an evil, um, that's an evil Tanuki right there. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm working on that. Um, trying to pay back this money, do them chores, um, and then uh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, still playing Dying Light when I get a chance. And um, what else am I playing? I need to get back on Red Dead. Um, yeah. I haven't been on it in a minute. I know. So I That's why that. I blasted you last week for it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And Tim um, and your cousin David and <laughs> Reggie, who just joined the group. Shout out to Reggie. You abandoned me too on the Red Dead, left your boy hanging. <laughs> By himself in a solo posse. I'm gonna oh, keep man. That's reminding y'all, y'all. Had money and I was broke, man. I couldn't, I couldn't live this life. Hey, y'all broke boys were ride with me. I had money. Life. We could do things. It looked like you couldn't do things. I had juice. Y'all was, y'all was paying bail and stuff, and I'm running around here, real live outlaw. Your bail was a whole fifty cent. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that. Fifty cent bounties. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Nah, but I'm, I'm gonna jump back on. I'll probably jump back on this week. I got uh well I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe this weekend. Um we'll 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 see. I got a bunch of I got a bunch of photography jobs that I gotta finish up. But um yeah, if I can finish that up this week, then I'm on. <laughs> and um yeah, I think that's all I'm playing right now. Okay. George, what about you? What have you been playing? Oh man. Like everything except Animal Crossing. <laughs> no, uh, sadly, I hate. I'm actually being serious. Like I, I keep telling myself to buy it, and I am, and I will. But my backlog is like massive. <laughs> like I, I got to that point where I just be buying games that I know I'm not gonna play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, um, what am I playing? Damn, what's the last game I played? Uh, I, I'm playing. I'm going through uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, mm. I'm going through my second run of Halo Reach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 
um, what else? Uh, I went back. I went back to Dying Light again uh, too because I got the DLC. Oh, oh yeah, I just I just bought it too. That's what got me back on. Man, I love that game. <laughs> yeah, that game is so dope. Uh, what else? Uh, I play COD from time to time. Um, trying to think. Um, I've been playing a bunch of uh, old school arcade games on my Switch. Nice lately. Like I've been playing Burger Time. Yo, oh. that's what's up. <laughs> Burger Time. Burger Time. Fire. Man, so so I've been playing that and like the new one. So uh, so I'm playing that. Uh, I'm going to get Avengers when it comes out this week. Did so, you play like, the beta? So, I did. I, I actually liked the beta a lot. Uh, more than I thought I would. Because uh, I, I don't mind the Destiny-type games. I like Destiny. Uh, uh, see, like- you the, you the only... I said the same thing. As I was playing it, I was like... And I decided to... St- I went on Twitch and decided to stream uh, my gameplay. And I played like... I think I played like a good six hours just to the beta on day one. And um, the the feel of the system definitely feels like destiny, you know, and then, yeah. and then the map feels like destiny. Um, but the can, the gameplay felt like Spider-Man. It, uh, it does. And, uh, it's fun. It is. It's, it's really it's fun. Fun. Uh, so I dug that. I already, I already went to Spider-Man and all, um, I can I can go all night with the games I'm playing. <laughs> to be honest, uh, but one of the things I am doing is I decided to uh, to go through the uh, Yakuza games in order. Oh, nice! So I'm about halfway through um, Yakuza uh, Kiwami Two. Okay. And, and I have them all. So once I'm done with that, I can just pop in three and go mm. straight to it. But um, so I'm doing all, all seven of those. Cause, uh, cause he's zero. No, all eight. Cause you got judgment too. Whew. Yeah, it's a lot of them. Yeah. It, so, well, and then there's another one coming out later on this year in a couple months. That's true. So, so I'm, uh, I already got that pre-ordered. Uh, I still need to finish Last of Us two. Yeah, me um, too. What else? I think I got uh, one of my kids' Zelda games I need to finish. <laughs> Because I, I bought him uh, the remake to Link's Awakening. Okay. But he decided to take my Breath of the Wild instead. Oh. Uh-oh. So I just so I took his Link's Awakening. So yeah, he traded. House fight. <laughs> <All right>. Oh, <laughs> you want to grab my Breath of the Wild, huh? I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> beat it. I, I beat it, so it's all good. So, oh, so you, have, you can have I'm that. Still, oh, I'm still playing that, too. Yeah. I'm trying to find all the I shrines. You be- I thought forever. you beat it. Well, technically I did, but I'm trying to find all the shrines. Okay. So, oh, I gave up. I, I haven't beat it, and I'm and ashamed. Like two hundred and something. I think it's two hundred fifty of them. So, I mean, I got a pretty good. Two hundred and fifty like, of them. I'm at like one something. I'm in the hundreds. Two fifty. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, it, it is. And then that's why DLC shrines too on top of that. Yep. That's so I had uh, remember when, when uh, in the po- in the group somebody uh, I forgot who posted it about the walkthrough yeah uh, and I was like yeah I gotta get a walkthrough for this because it was just too many that's crazy <laughs> so I, I, so I, I remember I just making to... it a little faster now because I, I got the map and it, it shows where all of them are on the maps yo yo but... some of those things be <laughs> hidden though like um, when I was playing Batman and Arkham um, Arkham Knight. And they wanted me to get all 100 of those Riddler trophies. And I got oh, like yeah. 20. 
And then some of them I looked up where to find them. I'm like, man, I ain't bothering with that. No, I'm done. <laughs> I beat the story. I'm good. I don't need to find them 100 trophies. Forget all that. If it was yeah, like. I'm rid of the trophies. was a pain in the neck, yeah. man. Like, it it, it okay. wasn't like hidden packages in GTA 3, which were a lot easier. Like, you know, I was cool with those, you know. But, no. Okay. I have a confession. Okay. I've gotten every single Riddler trophy in every Arkham game. Wow. wow. That yes. is dedication. Wow. Well, that is that. Listen, I, I tip my hat to you, sir. Yeah, that, that deserves that deserves some uh, some Mario Fireball right there. My man spitting fire out here, man. Wow. I did. Well, because I love the Arkham games. Those are some of my all-time favorite ones. So I went back. I I got the ones from Arkham's uh, Asylum. I got all the ones from Arkham City, including the uh, the uh, Catwoman ones. Uh, I got all the ones from Arkham Origins. I got all the ones from Arkham Knight. Then I got all the ones from Arkham Asylum again when they did the remasters. <laughs> and now I'm doing City again. Oh, I got mad respect for you. Don't, they, they're not hard. Those are, those are easy. Those are easier than <laughs> the shrines. And I even tried I to touch the shrines yet. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, I am. I am not. I am not the item hunter that I was as a kid. No, I ain't got time for that. Nope. Those are the only ones. That, those are the only ones that actually went out of the way to try to find. Um, the other stuff, Spider Man, was easy, so that wasn't a problem. Yeah, those backpacks and stuff. Yeah, those were easy. Those are easy. I would never try to get all the things in Assassin's Creed. Like never. That's <laughs> that's where I draw the line with the Assassin's you know, Creed. I did it. I did it in Assassin's Creed one. And then two, I was like, nah, I'm not doing this again. It was just too many. I was like, no, nope, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Because you had the, you had the viewpoints, and it like they had. It wasn't even just like you had one thing. It was like you had the viewpoints. You had the, uh, uh, I can't remember. It was like three different things you had to do. The viewpoint. They were like flags. And- yeah, it was the viewpoints, the flags, and I forgot the third one. But yeah, I did all of it. And I was like, I'm not doing this again for two. <laughs> and then three, I was just like, man, forget this. And then I stopped playing after three because I was like, y'all said this is supposed to be a trilogy. Where all these other ones came from? Uh, man, you should have played four. That would that people consider that would be the best one. Um, I'm trying to remember which one was four. Four was uh the pirates. Okay. Uh, did I play? No, I played. That black flag. Yeah, four was Black Flag. I didn't play Black Flag. I played, I think it was the one after that. I did play one after that, but I didn't, like, I couldn't get back into it. I don't know. I don't know why. Well, if you ever go back into it, the ones I recommended, Black Flag, uh, Origins, uh, that's the one that takes place in Egypt. Yeah. And then uh, the one right after, uh, Odyssey. Those are really good. They're like, they play like The Witcher, like The Witcher 3, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was, I want to say it was Origins that I played. That sounds familiar. The whole uh-huh. Egyptian thing. Um, yeah, I think that was the one I played. But yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't play Black Flag. Uh, I probably was playing something else. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was the only one that I did. I did all the, <laughs> the little side missions. That and now I'm doing it now, and, uh, and I'm doing it now in Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm doing the same thing. But, um, Ooh, I, I can't do that one either. Really? I no, feel like I love, Horizon was easy. I love Horizon, but I don't want to like, like I don't know if I can collect things. Like I'm trying to collect the things in Ghost of Tsushima, and it's getting a little difficult for me. But um, 
I don't know. Horizon map for some reason feels bigger than all the rest. Horizon map is feels. I don't map. know if it's, it is or it's not, but it feels huge. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> the map feels huge. And there's really no. I don't think there's a way to fast. Oh, what? yes, you can. You can fast travel. I mean, it's it's yeah, a, yeah. it's a big map from right here because I I haven't played it, but from right here it's a big map, oh, but it's it smaller. Is huge. But I mean, it's smaller than GTA 5's map from what I understand. So it's not like it's you know super massive. Yeah. But I think with GTA 5, because you got the plane, like you got planes, you got cars, you got different ways to get around. Horizon is just like you and the, you you and the, the horse. Either on the back of a horse, you know, back of like one of the machines, or you walk in it. Right. <laughs> so it's like, it's a, it's a, it feels like it takes forever. So um, it feels like it does in Red Dead. Right. Yeah, exactly. It takes forever to cross that map, map and that is map is huge. huge. And it feels like it's huge. Like yeah, that, I remember, yeah. I was trying to find you one time, and I was like, "Yo, I like you were like an hour to get I, to you." Yeah, you were like, going. I don't know where you were. He got lost somewhere. You no, know, he went off on his own to do something, and he's like, "I'll be right back." And then we were like, "Where Dave at?" He's, he's I'm all the way up here in the map. I ain't gonna be able to catch up with y'all. Y'all just run the mission. <laughs> yeah, because I was. Oh, that's what it was. I was hunting and I was tracking. I forgot what I was tracking, and then like. I was tracking it. I ended up tracking it like all the way up into the mountains somewhere. And yeah, then like they were all the way at the bottom of the map. I was all the way at the top. And then they we were like, yo, we about to start this desert. mission. And I'm he like, was up in the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all catch up. Y'all just go ahead. Yeah, I catch up. I ended up catching y'all though t- towards the end, which ended up yeah. saving the mission because I think D squared died. Somebody died. And I, Somebody I died. came in the last second and like saved the mission. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it definitely feels like, like that. It's like that horseback, man. <laughs> it's safe forever. It, it does. You, know, you would have seen, like, I remember first time I was really playing it and I'm like, man, this is a long ride. And then subconsciously I went to the, um, to what the controls in GTA 5 are to, to turn a radio station on. And I'm like, what am I doing? There ain't no radio station on a horse. Because <laughs> I knew this was going to be a long ride. I need to listen to something. This is, I, can't, I can't have this, man. This is a long ride from Valentine to San Denis. Like, give me a break. The current X-Men run of, by Hickman has gotten a lot of uh, hit and miss from people, a lot of uh, controversy around the subject matter and the way the the books are are going what are your thoughts on this current run i i love it um i i love i love that it's like i guess it's like like you know that this storyline is going to really impact the x-men for for years on end you know Mm -hmm. it's not like and it's not just like X-Men versus superheroes or it's just not like another civil war or another whatever, you know, just kind of thing. Like this is like, this yeah. one's like legit, like different. And I'm not like, like this Hickman stand where like, you know, like, <laughs> not, like I, I love everything that he does. Um, Cause like uh, his Avengers run was kind of hit and miss for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like where he can, he can get like too into the details and then just not really do anything with it. 
right. <laughs> you know, like, like he'll, he'll go into like, you know, he'll have all these like pages of like information, you know, just right. like, you know, like all these essays and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and then you're just like, why am I the map makers? You know, like in all those world builders, like ex Nilo, we, we're just not going to do anything about him. Right. Anymore, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> like, but he hasn't, uh, he hasn't done that with this yet, you know, but, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. like, so, and then like, I, I like the whole, the whole, like, like we, when I saw that on, on your show notes, I'm like, what's controversial. About this? <laughs> well, I mean, to me it's not, but I, I, I hear a lot of people um, either in groups or on Twitter. And I see people complaining about all this, about it's so much. Um, wow. Let me try to say, let me try to specify one. Um, you know, political messages within it. Um, some people even mm. complaining about Which silly. I find ironic because, like, X Men is totally just yeah. It's like the most yeah. political yeah. comic of all of all comics. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's that's, the biggest that's like, I... political satire comic yeah. in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Yeah. Like you guys realize this is an allegory for racism. Right. Yeah, <laughs> always this has been political. Yeah, uh, yeah. Stuff or even things as silly as the fact that Xavier's walking. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. That's and I'm like, really? Is that really what you can complain about? Because you don't see him drawn, you know, in a yellow floating wheelchair. Like, come on, man. Like, let's, yeah, like, let's grow up. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the, the, the same people that probably complain that it's too different also complain when it's the same thing. Yeah, they, they say they want something different. Like, just like, they're just never going to be happy. This is going to be angry fanboys. Yeah, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's, it's like, pretty bad. But like, I I personally like it. I I do like the uh, like the moral aspect of the fact that they can revive at any time. Yes, and crazy. and like you know, just like did like do we do that? You know, kind of thing. And like, where do we draw the line on when we should revive ourselves? You know kind of thing or just like yeah. you know like because it like because it could be to a point you know like well you know and i joke about this on the podcast a lot where like it could be just where like you know like you you like stubbed your toe really bad or like broke your you know broke a broke a finger it's like oh let me just kill myself so i don't have to deal with that anymore <laughs> <laughs> so i can just be revived and not have to deal with it Right. <laughs> yeah, like, it's an interesting aspect. Well, um, I, I felt, and I don't know, I don't know if you're a sci-fi fan, but when I am reading some of the early ones, and when they went into the the mission uh, near the sun to destroy the the master mold, yeah, um, and they were they're out there and they're doing it. And I'm like, oh wow, they're all dying. But I'm like, well, they're cool because you know they know that they're going to be brought back. I got a um, I got a Cylon vibe. I got a Battlestar Galactica, like, hey, it's all right. good because, you yeah. know, they're going to download me into this egg and I'm going to grow and I'm mm-hmm. going to be back. So it's like there's, like, zero consequences. So, like you said, like, oh, my arms hurt. Oh, well, I'm just going right, right. to. Right, like, Or you just, like, I had a bad day, you know, like. I had a bad day today, so you know, like I'm just gonna wipe my memory. Right. <laughs> like, oh, hold on. Tomorrow. Did, yeah, did yeah. that bad just, memory yeah. get to the yeah, cloud just, yet? Yeah. It didn't. Imagine okay. Imagine having like a reboot button on your life. Yeah, you know? it's essentially that. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was. That was really like okay. It's, it's such an interesting concept. So I was like, ah, what are? How do you? If you you have that new to your life, like something like Wolverine's always has, he keeps on coming back when you live in forever. But these other mutants right. that are not used to 
being um, invulnerable in such ways. Like you would think some people would be trying to even abuse it, just like having fun with it. Like, hey, I'm going to jump right. off this cliff and see how long it takes or what I remember. Do I remember the falls or I remember the splat? Like, um, Right. And knowing my person, just my personality be like, knowing my luck, I'd be like the, it'd be that one time. It would be like, I would be Kitty Pride, like, you know, <laughs> right. in she Marauders. Can't, or just right, like, she can't get into Oh, we can't revive him for some reason. I don't know why. It's just not working. Yeah. We tried. Yeah. It's just not working. She has yeah. the worst <laughs> luck in this run, too. It's like, and Marauders is my favorite. Of Marauders the, is your of favorite? Of Xbox. Yeah. I, I, I dig it. Um, especially the early, uh, the early issues with um, obviously Sebastian Shaw, Shaw, you know, making yeah. his power plays. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know why I love Shaw. I, I always have. He's yeah. a ter- he's a terrible character. He's a terrible person. Yeah, um, he's but, such a bad yeah. <laughs> But he's got he's got such swag. He's supremely confident. <laughs> I was like, just gonna say that. I was like, I think he just like his swag. I do. I do. I love his <laughs> he's swag. A he's a great <laughs> villain. He always thinks he's gonna win. Um, and his soft spot is his son. I don't understand why. But you know he always he'll do anything for Shinobi, even though Shinobi is a piece of trash too. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I just I, I always dug Shaw and his he's got terrible hair and those mutton chops. I I don't get it, but I love the guy. Oh, yeah. oh man, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, but I I do love him. Um, what are what are your hopes for the rest of Hickman's run? What do you what do you think is going to come to a conclusion? Um, I mean, I think. I mean, it has to end, right? Like, I mean, it has to. It's got to end. Like, it's so expensive yeah, like, right Krakoa now. It has to be a failed experiment, I, I would think. Like, I mean, because, I mean, this is not the first time they tried to just make their own nation, right. you know, like, or like set up their own island. Like, that never works. And so, like, I'm just, uh, I don't know how they're going to go about doing it. So, like, and, and, like, that's another thing I like about this book is, or this the series is just like i have no idea where like where the direction it's gonna go like what's right. what's it's not like, predictable you know, at yeah all. it's not predictable at all like no. i have no idea what's going on and i think they're gonna i think hickman's gonna throw us for a really big loop because from what i'm getting it looks like they're setting up for apocalypse to make everything fail but i think for once apocalypse is not going to be the thorn in everybody's back like like they generally make him i think it's going to come from somewhere completely unexpected um and i'll be if that happens i'll be really really intrigued to see where they go yeah like good apocalypse is weird yes <laughs> like good guy apocalypse you just like, like wait they, they, they had him self-serving as always for a while which i got but uh-huh. him his self-service being pretty neutral for the most part and not mm-hmm. damaging was like no, this yeah, like something's up. Something it's is wrong right. here. <laughs> How long can you keep this up? Like, like, uh, all that. Yeah, we <laughs> hey, we're, we're watching you, buddy. Like uh, you're apocalypse still. Yeah, you're up to something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, Mirage is the one you like the most. Which one would you say you like the least of of the different series? Um, I think. And why is it New Mutants? Oh, uh, you don't like New Mutants? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just. Not, <laughs> no, uh, actually, the the one I like the least, even though like it's still pretty good, is probably Excalibur. Okay. Um, like I, I while I like I appreciate that it's there's like a sort of like a sword and sorcery mm-hmm. part of the book, like of aspect of the X Men that doesn't really get 
um the recognition like, yeah the recognition that it gets but it's uh like for me it's like it's a little out there and then like teeny howard like especially with just with specifically specifically with that book mm-hmm. like she kind of jumps around a lot yeah and like it's kind of like hard for me to to keep up with what's going on because it's like you know like uh like I, I was like halfway through the book till i realized they were in like in a different dimension yeah they, yeah you know, like you know, things like that we're just like like that would have been nice you, to know a few panels back right yeah you know, just like where's that big caption up at the top you know like right. the, the top corner just like let me know where what time what dimension we're in yeah they they, they have been shifting back and forth pretty seamlessly it's like wait weren't you no oh okay um yeah right yeah confused uh, yeah they just kind of just throw they you know they they throw in some curveballs that are interesting but it, again it's like and it's maybe just because like I just need to read it again, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or like, I need to read it a couple more times. Yeah. But most of the time, like, I barely have enough time to read the books that we have to cover. <laughs> like, I'm usually like reading like I'm usually reading like the the books like the day of recording. Sometimes, <laughs> like, keep it fresh in your mind. Yeah, yeah. There's just so many books. Right? This is like, true. So, yeah. so, so yeah, and like so, and I and it just it's bad that I constantly kind of put that one like to be last (laughs) and so like being that you've got you know your bros on your podcast what Mm -hmm. fandom do they wish you were more enthusiastic about star wars and so yes so this is great so like matt you and i were on a podcast a couple weeks ago this is this is hilarious this is a great story we got to talk star wars Yes, and I am bottom 5% of people you want to talk Star Wars with in regards to nerd culture. I know enough to get by the conversation, but you don't want me coming with you on trivia night. Like, you don't want – I'm not your guy. I'm not going to help at all. Oh, man, I really I really should prepare some trivia questions. Oh, gosh. So on that episode we were on – Tony was like, all right, we're gonna I'm gonna pull up characters of Star Wars, obscure characters, and you gotta name the characters. And I'm like pooping my pants, right? Like I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not gonna get any of these right, and they're all gonna make these get people I don't know are gonna make fun of me. And uh he ended up the game ended up being more fun where it was like, say who they aren't, like make a yes. fan, funny joke about the wrong answers like, only, which was great. the Star Wars thing, I was like I am so I like Star Wars, I got no issue with it. And we had a great conversation about Star Wars on the episode, you gotta go check that out. Um, but Star Wars is the thing and, and everybody loves it so much. And, and honestly, I just kind of don't get it a little bit. Like there's, there's a, there's a part of me that doesn't really fully get it. And even my buddies on my podcast, the infinity bros, like they're just obsessed with this stuff. Like the Mandalorian comes out and they stay up to like 12 to watch it. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you, it'll be on tomorrow. What are you doing? Come on. I don't get it. Right there, that that's a guy who's going to stay up till midnight to to watch it. Oh, <laughs> yes, I, have, I know. I have. I've I've stayed up all night and binge watch like series. So you're big yeah, on Star Wars. Wars. You're big Star. Oh, it's close. He, he's oh, bi- he's bigger oh, on Star huge. Wars than I am. Yeah, he's huge. huge. Oh gosh, I like. I, I don't know. So much of this room is like Star Wars. That's awesome. I, I can just grab stuff. I don't know he he but, can't um, beat my toy though. I still have the best toy. As yeah, the R two D two. That's sweet. He's he's got the R two D two. Right. But um, uh, that's only because you know I couldn't convince my parents to pay that much money for it. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. <laughs> I can't convince myself to pay that much money for that right now. I don't blame your parents much money less. So like, are were you big on reading like the books then too? Like like and like all the canon um, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I got into the. I mean, I got into the books like later. 
Oh um, my gosh. Because so like my Star Wars story actually started in high school. Um, I wasn't really into Star Wars like that until like high school when the prequel started coming yep. out. And my science teacher at the time, we were in like this small, I was, I was like talking about nerds. So I was in this like science research class and it was like five of us in the class and you had to like interview to get in and like you had to get recommendations from teachers and whatever, whatever. So um, obviously we had a lot of time to just talk because it was just the five of us in this class and we did independent research and stuff like that. So um, this was my sophomore year in high school and the teacher of the class, like he was a huge Star Wars nerd. And so when the prequels was coming out, like every day we would go to class and he's just like talking about Star Wars and how he can't wait till the prequel comes out and the, like all this stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like I had no idea what was going on. So um, my dad was like, hey, I got the Star Wars like DVDs. I'm okay. Like, oh, cool. I finally get to find out what this is all okay. about. And I started watching them and I just like fell in love with the like the stories and the like everything and i was just like and i think part of it too was like his enthusiasm for it like you know just kind of rubbed off on me because i was just like oh now i can go to school and i can talk about this stuff and like not be lost in the conversation um so that's how i got into it and then from there i just like i love to read like science fiction fantasy and all that stuff so then i was like i want more star wars so then of course you go to the books and you start finding all the fan fiction and all the lore and all this other stuff and you're like oh like it goes so deep <laughs> and um yeah so yeah i was like i was one of those oh dude who, love it yeah. you'd fit in you I would literally fit in with our guys in my my buddy's spot all my other buddies in the podcast like one of them Jarrett, like he makes these little star wars action figures and like paints them like this is like the culture of star wars that i don't understand yeah. in the slightest yeah. <laughs> And, like, I love it. I think Star Wars is fun to go watch. I'll go see the movies. But, like, the depth is, like, too I much. I think it's just when you, when you really get into, like, the deep, deep. I mean, it's changed now with the whole Disney taking yep. over and relaunching everything. But when you get into the deep lore of, like, what they're calling now the expanded universe and or the can, the legendary universe or whatever they're calling it now, um, that's what really kind of gets you. Yeah, in there. the good stuff that Disney like ignored or just forgot existed. Yeah, because like we started looking at like the old Republic and <sighs> like it. all that stuff. Oh, it's like that's what like the story, the real, real yeah. stories are. Where you're just like, oh man, this is amazing. This is great. And then like you know, you get to see all these different worlds and you get to see all the different types of Jedi's and uh, Sith lords and all this stuff. Yeah, I can talk about this all day. Yeah, but the Jedi um, Academy, the Sith <laughs> Academy. I don't blame you. Korriban. Yeah. Um, Dan Tween. Yeah, like there's so much um in there that yeah, it just it just, it just takes you down that that kinda, you know, like like most fantasy, you get into like the lore. Like that's what draws everybody to fantasy, right? Is the lore and the backstories and the world building and all that. And um so like that's what the legends kind of gave to us Star Wars okay. fans. It was like it gave us what the movies did. Yeah. Because you're like, you know, you watch you see the movies and you're kinda like um, once you see the movies, you're like, okay, but what was happening on the, all these other worlds, right. you know? Um, and that's what the books gave you. They gave you all of that. And you're just like, oh, okay. And then you get to see. And then when they start tying that into the movies, then you're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, you meant, he mentioned this master. And you're like, okay, I remember that master from the book. And, like, you know, stuff like that. And then you're like, it just, you just, it, it all connects. And then, yeah, it just makes for a good story. But, um, which I, I like to see that Disney's now kind of bringing some of that stuff back into. Well, um, they have to because their writing has been horrid. 
<laughs> which is what yeah, we talked yeah, about yeah. in that podcast. Yes. We were just <laughs> raking yeah, them through yeah, the. We terrible. were just pulling them through. We were like Disney, get it together. Well, it, it, it's, yeah, it's it's the Mandalorian sweet though. The Mandalorian is sweet. The Mandalorian, and honestly, is Max, because you enjoy the Mandalorian, if there's one thing I think that would also help increase your fandom, um, it would be playing Knights of the Old Republic. Dude, you're like the fifth person to tell me that. Because like so it, many people tell me I should play that game. That trust me, yeah. as someone who owns it on three different platforms, um, the game is entirely for now. It's from like 2003. So Sweet. it's yeah, a it's, it's an old Bioware game. So there's it's good. It's got a great story. Obviously, it's going to be a little clunky because of just the fact that it's an old game. Yeah, it's probably gone. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's an amazing story. And the beauty of it is that not only is it an amazing story, but it's not about the Skywalkers. And that's part of the problem with Star Wars right now is everything is still focused on the Skywalker story and not around yeah. other great Star Wars stories. But yeah, Knights of the so Republic, there. trust me, that will help you be like, hey, you know what? I kind of get it. Now, you may not start making figurines. Um, I'm not there. <laughs> I'll am, leave that for my buddies. I, 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 I'll let them handle there. that. I am not going to make figurines. I don't have the dexterity to make figurines. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Yes. Like, it's just Same. It's not going to happen. But I will read yeah. a book. I might write a fan fiction or two, something like that. Um, I we, Past episodes of this show, we have postulated what could be in Star Wars. Yeah, like I'm like they're talking about these three new books that are coming out that are supposed to be um, centered around the... Is it the old Republic? No. no, I wish it was, but it's not. It's, it's the, the new, new Republic. Republic, I think. But yeah, we were we were um, some me and some guys that that I used to work with. We were like geeking out about it, and we were like, "Oh, if they make movies with the old Republic, like that's what I really want to see. I want to see uh, uh, the movies do the old Republic." How sto- how that stoked are you for Ahsoka to be in uh, the Mandalorian? Extremely oh, I'm so excited because everyone's freaking out about so that, excited. right? Like, yeah. I can't well, because wait. she's she's like she's that she's probably everyone's favorite non Skywalker Jedi, right? Like she's never became a Jedi. Though. Yeah, but she's a Force. She, she yeah, but she still can. But she's still she's a, a Force Jedi, user. But, you know. <laughs> no, she never became a Jedi. Well, she according to the Google search, it says she's a former Jedi. That's yeah. what it says on Google. I. Yeah. Can only well, tell you what she was training. in training. Yes, yeah, so that's what Google says. So she, she was one. I mean, she was a Padawan. That makes you a Jedi. She just never reached the rank of a master, much like a, yeah. another famous Padawan who never reached the rank of master. Yeah. Right. No, so yeah. she was a Jedi. She just left. She, <laughs> she left says, the order. She says it in the... just like you know. But so many other great characters in have left the order. Kyle Katan left the order. Jolie Bindo yeah. from K from Knights of the Republic left the order. Like. We we actually like a lot of the characters who left the order. Because <laughs> you know why? Because the Jedi Order. Oh, we're not going to get into that. Gonna <laughs> we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> another hour. I'm just going to oh. smile and act like I know what's going on. <laughs> no, but my, my Max, I'm, I would say definitely. You have an Xbox, right? I don't. I just have a PS4. You, you just have the PS4. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you can do is. Do you have an you iPad? Really, if you're really interested. If you have an iPad, you, I think the game is like five bucks on Ooh. iOS. Well, maybe I'll check it out on the iPad then. Yeah, because I have it on iOS also, and I have it on my MacBook. And I have that it actually on sounds like Xbox. that sounds like a very fun game for five bucks on my iPad. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
Like, for the low cost of five dollars, that makes me want it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a great story. It is fantastic. If you don't want to play the game, you can just like I found one time I watched it. I was really bored. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're you in good company. The These are the things I do too. No, no, no. This is very on, good company. Yeah, I appreciate no, it this. Was on, so it was on. It was on YouTube, and someone cut together all the cuts. Beautiful. Oh, nice! And made it into one long like. Movie. That's awesome. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was like twenty. Minutes that is long, legit. Um, yeah, and it's like, hey, I don't have to play the game, but I get to see love it the whole story of, you know, the no, I was right, love four ninety nine on on uh on i on the app. Store. I'm gonna look into that. I'm gonna yeah. look into it. Get it? It's it's worth. That's it. sweet, dude. Well, That's a we'll, great deal. But yeah, it, it was yes. a great game. And and and, and if it, you don't like it, like I will give top. you your five dollars back. No, 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 no. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give my buddies a hard time if I don't like it. That's what's going to happen, and then that'll create more content for our show. It'll be wonderful. Let's see, there you they're go. They'll be so excited. They'll, they'll, they'll be so hyped. They're gonna be so. They'll, they'll probably if they if don't playing. tell them they're gonna be like, what show did they go to? We need to send them a gift basket and thank them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had that show on on Quibi, and if you know Quibi's gonna die in like ten days. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, All right, hold on, hold on. You just brought Quibi into this whole thing. First of all, I what did. the fuck is Quibi? Like, I never even got into it, but what is it? Okay, so let me explain it to you. So Quibi was a bad idea. They got money. Um, and what they did was they filmed. And actually, I'm not going to lie. Some of the content was interesting. A couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, the content on Quibi. Because I got the free trial. for si- I got free six months thanks to T-Mobile Tuesdays. And then I swear, a week maybe a week and a half after I got this free trial, they announced that Quibi is shutting down <laughs> in December 1st. Um, but essentially what, what the people behind Quibi wanted to do is they wanted to, they wanted to make your, the content that you consume uh, to be in more bite size. So this is like fun size content. So they would take a show that would probably be 45 minutes in length. Okay. Um, and make it pretty much into a mini movie. And what they would do is they would chop it up into six to six to seven minute clips. And then, so like if you're at work on a break and you want to check something out, you want to enjoy something, you know, you don't have time to watch a 22, 25 minute episode or something because your, your break's only like 15 minutes, but you could watch too many episodes on Quibi um, and, and get a little bit of a fix before you got to go back to work or do something or whatever. So there was an, an interesting mindset behind this piecemeal version of entertainment, but you could only, when it first came out, you can only actually until like a week before they, sh- they did the shutdown announcement, you can only watch it on your phone or iPad. There was no app on your Apple TV or your fire stick or anything like that. So you had to consume it mobily, which took away a ton of market. And they had a lot of things that, were kind of um, rehashes, like Kevin Hart's show on Quibi, Die Hard, where he is essentially Kevin Hart in Die Hard situations. Um, I mean, it's a flat-out riff. Kevin Hart, it's called Die Hard. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why? And who's asking for Die Hard? Who's asking for <laughs> Kevin Hart to be John McClaning and screaming and shooting, you know, like... No one's asked for that. I can watch Chris Tucker do that in Rush Hour and be entertained. I, I don't want to watch <laughs> Kevin Hart do that. Like I, 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 just, yeah. I, I don't I don't get it. 
And that's one of the reasons why Quibi is going to be dying in 10 days or something. Because, wow. Uh, I never the, understood they, it. They have. I never, I never understood what? it. I was like, what is this Quibi shit? What it? I don't I don't get it either. And and it wasn't that's not the only thing. They they took they made a their own version of the fugitive. Um so, they did their own version of the most dangerous game. And I'm like, they're just rehashing a whole bunch of stuff that's pop that was popular and uh chopping it up into six minute bites. And so I, I watched the one show they had called Free Ray Sean, uh, which was about uh, you know, a brother got set up. Uh, falsely accused by the police are chasing him and he's there and they're trying to get him they got SWAT whatever and Larry Fishburne um, was playing a, a cop and trying to talk him down so I'm watching it and I'm going to be honest it's good it was entertaining well acted the problem is that it's chopped up into six minute bites and there was no app for it so I'm I'm uh, I'm airplaying it onto my TV from my phone and not only is it just six minutes long for every episode, but there are freaking commercials. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's commercials. You have, you've got a commercial before, <laughs> you've got your six minutes, then you've got a commercial at the end, then you got to move on to the next episode to see another commercial, six minutes, commercial, commercial, six minutes, commercial. I'm like, bruh, this ain't worth it. No wonder this wonder this ain't working. No wonder you just gave me six months for free, because what you're doing is not oh, working. That's terrible. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, wow. the execution. Interesting concept. Poor execution. And the show, like I said, Free Ray Sean was good. I mean, I think it won an Emmy or something like that because the content itself was good. It won an Emmy for the, real. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going with it? Free sure Emmy free... and then be done? And... Oh my lord, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Free Ray Sean won an wow. Emmy, um, but it, yeah, the the, bruh, the execution was horrible. So I had told myself like I'm gonna watch um, some of these things on Quibi before I knew it was shutting down, um, and you know, and just to see and just, you know enjoy some of the stuff. Like you would see the ads, you would see half the episode on YouTube. Uh, DNA where I were talking about it, like some of them uh, were like a three minute ad, and you're like, okay, this looks like it could be interesting, but nah, it was like it's just the 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 execution was is, wow, is absolutely that's horrible. crazy. I never did that yet. And they poured a lot. Well, of money no, I saw the advertisers for were nuts, but I was just like, what is this shit? I don't get it. Like, I didn't get it because I just saw like they were like, you could watch this show, and I'm like, but the, so what you explained is what I kind of got from the explanation of what it was through the advertisement but i was like mm -hmm. that's stupid <laughs> and i was like i was like really like i'm gonna sit there and watch like a five minute clip or some shit like what like yeah i mean that that, that was it that's terrible no i really liked 2k1 i did not like 2k actually i didn't i wasn't digging it i thought nba live 2000 was better than 2k but then 2k1 dropped and I was like, okay, this is clearly better. This is a better game. This is, it is NBA. Cool. Yeah, the first NBA 2K. It was cool. Um, yeah, I, w I went back and forth. I was like, Live 2000, 2K. I played Live 2000 more. I had both of them. But um, yeah, I think 2K1 was when it, when it really shifted. Like, they, they, they found their groove, which, I mean, now 20, 21 years later, they're still going. <laughs> They're still the best NBA game in 
you know, in the market. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I gotta agree with that. 2k wasn't the best. I think it got, I think it did well because it was just different. It was new. Um, it was better than, um, uh, NBA sh- showtime. Um, you talking about the X, uh, the Microsoft one that was inside drive, not inside drive. There was a lot, you know, we had a lot of NBA games back then. Um, inside drive was trash. Inside um, was trash. I played it, but I played it because I got it for free because I was working for EB Games at the time, and Microsoft used to, used to send us um, boxes with just Microsoft, uh, you know, swag game. Yeah. So like, I had you know, I had an Xbox, you know, uh, T-shirt. I got free inside drive. I had keychains, all types of Microsoft swag. So that's the only reason why I had inside drive and play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it had, uh, I think they had, who did that, what, I think it was Paul Pierce in the cover of, uh, that year of inside drive. Yeah, it was bad. It was not good. Um, I'm trying to think of what, what was it? I gotta look it up now. <laughs> Cause uh, it's gonna, it's gonna drive me nuts. So I remember what it was. It was 2000, 2000. 99 in the zone konami oh yeah 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 they had steve yeah. Smith on that cover didn't it yeah smitty my man I in the smitty. zone and then um what was the other one too uh used days to i got it right here i should just i should know it 989 sports oh shootout yeah <laughs> yeah Wait, was smitty on shootout was he on in the zone I can't see the covers. They don't have the covers. They just got the titles. Um, I think he was on in the zone. I want to say he was on in the zone. Oh man, what year was that? Let's see. Let's look. Okay, NBA shootout '97 is Kobe. Uh, we've got is that who is that? Sam Cassell on one of these. Why? <laughs> oh, that's Sam Cassell. Oh, wow, snap. I did not remember Sam Cassell being on the <laughs> I mean, I like Sam Cassell. Sam I am was a good, a very, very good point guard, all star level. Um, but Sam Cassell would not have been my choice for <laughs> um, wow. Sam Cassell. Oh, well, of course, got a Facebook message. Um, and I, because I'm multitasking. Oh man, do. yeah, we got okay. We got Hakeem on. So I think I think Sam might have been the first one too, because this is a shootout. It doesn't even have a year. Yeah, that was when like they they, they did like their relaunch cover <laughs> athlete for shootout. Wow. Um, so we got, <laughs> we got Kobe. no, that's not even Kobe. I'm just glancing. Not looking big. That's Eddie Jones, ain't it? Yes, it is. Eddie Jones is on 97, which is cool. I'm a big Eddie Jones fan. So we got Sam Cassell. We got Eddie Jones in 97. We got Hakeem in 98. Um, let's see. I don't see 99 looking here, but I do see Jay Kidd is on 2000. And C Webb is 2001. Um, who's two? So in the zone would have been 
Smitty because 2002 mm-hmm. is Starbury for shootout. 2003 is still on the Bucks. Ray Allen. Oh <laughs> four T Mac. Yeah. 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 Look, oh, 2001. Oh, it's a different version. 2001. Okay. okay. No, nah, in the zone. Uh, in the zone with Smitty then. In the zone 2000. I can't see the picture. It's like super small. Um, Let's see. In the zone 98 is Glenn Rice, G Money. Um, is that Allen Houston? Let's see. Uh, um, can't be. Is it? <laughs> can't be. Looks like G Money was on. Oh, G Money was on 99 as well for In the Zone. So you had back to back covers. Um, looks like the first In the Zone just had the Spurs versus the Rockets. We've got a jump ball going on. Um, looks like the back of Admiral and or no, Admiral's shooting and someone's trying to defend him. Looks like we got Willie Anderson jumping, Jerome Kersey trying to box out somebody. I remember that. I remember that cover. Oh man, that brings back memories. <laughs> yeah. so that, that was in the zone. And in the zone two, um, just said in the zone two with the number two, no players on it. Yeah, but 2000 was... 2000 is Marcus Camby. Yep. For the Knicks, Marcus Camby. So we went from G-Money back-to-back from 98 to 99 between the Hornets and the Lakers, and then Marcus Camby. <laughs> I could have swore Smitty was on one of the covers. I know he was in an ad, because um, I remember it in a Slam magazine, and he was in the ad. There was so many games back then for NBA. He probably was in one of them. Uh, what's this virtual NBA? Wait, State. hold on. Glenn Rice was on the cover of NBA Power Dunkers 3, um, <laughs> which is what in the zone was called for Japan. Wow. NBA Power Dunkers. And you've got Glenn Rice on the cover. <laughs> Oh, Japan is wild. Oh, man. Oh, oh, my Lord. I just, I can't even. I'm loving these Power Dunkers covers. Like, I need this on a shirt. Like, <laughs> I, need to be like, I, don't, you know, I don't want the Japanese or, um, or Konami to sue us. But, you know, since we are really out here just, you know, just giving zero, uh, <laughs> I would just throw this on a shirt and... <laughs> Power Dunkers. Oh, man. In the zone. Oh, in the zone's got one of the best shooters of his era on their Power Dunkers cover. Um, and even though he dunked, Marcus Candy was not exactly a Power Dunker. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> man, are, are you seeing these graphics? They yeah, very. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can share my screen real quick. Rocky Boy, man, <laughs> what it is? Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Like what? This was revolutionary. We could see their face. This was yo, like that was bringing back mad memories. I remember, remember when you would shoot the ball, <laughs> they would like go flying. Like it had like no motion mechanics. It was just like. Go from their hands to like, like 
Oh man, good times, good times. Oh, great stuff. See uh, that—that's beautiful. All right, Jeeks, that's going to be it for this episode of the original Jeek podcast that we made to bless your earballs. I am your host, Rocky Mr. Magic, and shouting out for my man, Unique DNA, we want to thank you for listening. And we could not have done this alone. This original Jeek podcast journey that we're on, and especially the year of 2020, we could have not have done it without you, Jeek, supporting us. So please rate, review the show on your podcasting of choice, share with your friends. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and more. And if you can't find us, let us know at jeeknation.com or message us at Facebook, Twitter, or IG at jeeknation. And until next time, peace. Ready to make an entrance, so backwards. Good. Uh, come on, cut for me. Oh, yeah. Whoa, slow down. Uh, 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 Whoa, speed up. This is DJ What, and you're listening to the original Jeek. Podcast.